Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 434th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. There is a massive cold front that's hit most of this country. Reza, how's it affected where you live? Pretty, pretty brutally, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So the on fr- so starting on uh, well, honestly, going back to Monday last week, we um, we got a lot of we got a bit of snow, and I'm trying to think, was it Monday or Tuesday? It doesn't even matter at this point. We got a fair bit of snow, and we actually had to keep Gordon out of school that day. Like we didn't have to have to keep him out, but. Given the given the fact that we have the option to work from home and we have the flexibility that we can kind of juggle him and get the, get our work done throughout the course of the day, that's what we opted to do. Um, just chose to not be driving on the roads on that particular day. I can't remember exactly how much snow that we did get that day, but um, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of um, midday snowstorms because it's tough. Like the, the roads aren't going to be properly cleared when I'm driving to and from work. Um, so we just felt like it wasn't worth the risk. But that wasn't the big one. The big one that we had was on Friday. So Friday, um, we got hit with a snowstorm that lasted from Friday morning to through through like all of Saturday. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah. So um, temperatures were about freezing, like you know, twenty eight, thirty, somewhere in that range, and um, we got hit with something like I don't know, like fourteen inches of snow. It was oh a gosh. lot of snow, dude. Uh, and again, this is, <laughs> this is over the course of like 30 hours. Um, so on Friday, again, Gordon stayed home from school. We um, we just did like a snow day in the house and, and tried to do our thing. Uh, most people, well, not most people, most of my department stayed at home. Um, however, it turns out that the, the daycare was very much open. And apparently many people were there when I spoke to Gordon's teachers this morning. They were like, you'd be surprised how many people actually showed up to the to the building that day. Um, wow. And then they, they came and picked up their kids an hour later, like, wow, it's really bad out there. And like, yeah, you don't say. Yeah, right. Um, like they don't check the forecast or anything. So, um, yeah, we, um, we kept them home on Friday, did like shoveling and all that other fun stuff, uh, and then had to do it again on Saturday because of how much snow it was. On Friday, it was kind of the, the wet snow but it was still like eight inches. So it was really, it was a really tough shovel. Um, and then Saturday was less wet, but still a substantial amount of snow, probably like six-ish inches that day. But when you're like shoveling onto piles that are already super high, like like piles that are already like five feet tall, it's really, <laughs> really taxing because then there's one very few places that you can actually put the snow, particularly at like the bottom of the driveway near the mailbox, especially where like the, the when the plows come through, they lift up all that snow onto your driveway. So you end up with yeah. like a lot of extra icy snow. Um, but so like my mailbox is almost completely covered with snow. Oh shit. <laughs> um, Classic. Yeah. Now after that, after Saturday, we got hit with some really cold weather and t- it's, you know, today's no exception. It's going to be this way for the rest of the week. I'm going to open up my forecast, but I uh, will dude, say that. Yeah. It's it's bad yeah. for the rest of the week everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. Um so cuz even like in Texas, I think they get like freezing temperatures. So, um on Sunday, so yesterday, we got hit with, uh, I think the low was like negative 11, <laughs> and the high was like negative 1, negative 2, oh somewhere in that gosh. range. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> today the uh, it, it looks like the low the low was negative nine. I'm not sure if that's actually true. I think it was negative eleven with Gordon. And I went out to daycare this morning. It says negative nine here, and then uh, and a high of zero, <laughs> which to me is just funny. Like having is uh, having a low of zero degrees. Um, tomorrow it's actually up a, a little bit at least a high of one baby <laughs> we're, okay. we're, we're, we're in the positives and there the low go. is ne- negative two so a, a nice hey, we'll three degree it. range on that low and high and then wednesday we're, we're, we're really cooking it's uh, 15 degrees is the high the low is five so yeah might as well be barbecue um, weather <laughs> and it's pretty much going to be that same type of temperature the same type of uh yeah similar temperatures throughout um saturday sunday and then the temperatures are finally going to jump up a little bit. I think by like Monday, supposedly, uh, this is like a week in advance. Um, but it, we could be looking at temperatures around like 40 degrees and some rain, which would be normally I'm not a fan of winter rain. But when it's above freezing and it, there's a lot of snow, it is helpful oh, yeah. in melting some of that, that, that just like melting some of the snow that's on the roads, melting some of that snow that's in the driveway and, and, and in the grass. Well, no, not in the driveway, in the grass, which will inevitably make the next clearing a bit easier um so yeah i'm looking forward to that but yeah that's uh that's that's been the uh, the, the temperature here and elena and elena went out of town she she flew down to florida and she's going to jamaica tomorrow with her mom that she's doing a um, a mother-daughter vacation with her mom and so she comes back um, next week so it's just me and gordon uh braving it in this cold and it is it is <laughs> it hurts it's so cold it actually hurts outside but anywho, that was that's 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 the only update I really wanted to give. Just tell you about that cold. Um, and I guess I actually wanted to ask what it's like over there on the East Coast in New York. It is uh, cold. I'll say it's starting to snow uh, in the city mm-hmm. to the point where it is. Um, I don't want to say it's going to stick, but it's probably the longest sustained snow that we in the city will have gotten. Uh, it's a nice segue because Carolyn and I actually this weekend, we went upstate to the city called Hudson, New York. And what was nice about that was, uh, two hours away, um, upstate along the, uh, the Hudson river. And we just spent the weekend celebrating our first anniversary. Thank oh, you nice. for the wishes, ha- by the way. Ha- yeah, ha- um, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary on the podcast. Cause I, if I didn't do it on the pod, I never did it. Yeah. Right. Um, no, you, you sent me a message, which was really, uh, really generous of you. And we, uh, what was crazy was, and I'll sort of tell the story in, in bits and pieces, but we got hit with a snow squall while we were walking through town. And so, you know, in the beginning, it's like the day is great, no big deal. And then all of a sudden, like within minutes, the, uh, the day turns and uh, the snow is coming down sideways. And wow. like in the beginning, it was like, oh, you know, there's flurries. It's nice. And yeah. then uh, within minutes, it's like, oh, fluffy snow sticking to you. Uh, our entire jacket is covered in like a thick cover of snow. And it was uh, it was pretty wild. And then we ducked in uh, to this place. I'll tell you about uh, in a second. And then when we came out from that place, it was... A sunny, no snow, no issue. It was kind of wild how quick it all wow. like came and went. Yeah, but it was like a whiteout in a sense. But uh, Carolyn and I have been looking into getting a new car, and right. Carolyn is interested 
in a Tesla. And we had done a test drive of a Tesla a couple weeks ago. The issue there was it was only a 30-minute Tesla, a 30-minute test drive. Mm-hmm. And we spent about 10 minutes trying to get the settings done. So we really didn't um we really didn't get too much driving in. And then Carolyn had found uh via the rental called the car rental service Turo. I don't know if you have it up there, T U R O. Yeah. Basically yeah, it's, it's it. like Airbnb for cars. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, somebody had a a Tesla Model Y, which is the you know the sort of SUV variant that we're looking for. Yeah, yeah, the crossover uh, one. The crossover, exactly. And um, what we ended up doing was we we picked it up, and then we were able to drive it up, and we were able to get a better sense of how the regenerative braking works. Uh, yeah. it's a lot less sticky now that we're, 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 uh, we're better at it, but we, we drove it up to Hudson, which is two and a half hours away. Uh, and then we stayed at this Marriott property in town. It's a really small town. It's like basically a one square mile little town. And the, the, the hotel that we stayed at was called the Wick, W-I-C-K. Uh, what's funny is it used to be a candle factory that they converted so hence the name it's a tribute portfolio uh, level of property and we had a lovely time what was even better was they had a free tesla charger on the side it was not a supercharger but it was like they had you know one charge point and then two tesla chargers on the side of the wall and so what Mm -hmm. we would do is just plug it in at night and eight hours later in the morning just move the car yeah yeah good etiquette (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, overall, Hudson is awesome. Uh, very small town. It was great because most people we found out uh, you take the train from the city, and the train station drops you right at like right in town. And so it couldn't be more convenient to come up from New York City. Uh, we ate at all the top restaurants that are on all the lists. And by top, I just made the most highly recommended ones. And so Oliver came with us and, you know, we, no, nice. we had a lovely time. It was a nice, quiet way uh, to celebrate our anniversary considering, you know, Carolyn's so pregnant. And we wanted to make sure that we weren't over, uh, you know, doing too much, I'll say. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, and so... Just, just making sure, you know, in that regard, that we are, we're all, we're all good. And then, um, what else do I want to tell you? Uh, we, the, the big thing that we did, uh, one of the most fun and unique things was we did a candle making class, and so they have this uh, candle bar there. I'm trying to figure out what it's called. I think it's called the poured, yeah, the poured candle bar. Uh, what you do is, it's like paint by numbers, where you go in, you can order drinks. Uh, we just did, you know, sparkling waters. And they walk you through the process of, they have three different uh, bookshelves. And one bookshelf is the base scent of the candle. One is the mid notes of the candle. And one is the top notes of the candle. So think okay. of the base being the body, 
but the mid being the, the middle part of it, but the top note just being like the most dominant smell, the the, the oil that you'll put in the least amount. And right. we uh, we spent about an hour and a half there just like really smelling. They had like, I want to say, two, a dozen or so scents for each, um, you know, base, mid, and top note. And so we, you know, we sat next to each other. They're, t- they're walking us through. We got little beakers of oil. They're telling us how to smell it. They're walking us through just to make sure that you know, our scents smell good and all that jazz. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And we, you know, we basically let the wax harden overnight. We picked it up this morning. And then we're supposed to let it cure for about a week so that it um, fully, you know, is ready to burn. And we're really excited to to, to, to burn it. We, we both really like how it smells. And so we're really excited about that. And this was something yeah. that Carolyn had uh, had planned. And it just, it's, it's, it's really exciting. Um, yeah, to, it's really cool. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice activity. It's a nice, uh, nice little getaway. Like you said, nothing crazy. Like not out here hiking six miles or anything like that. Um, yeah. or like hopping on a flight to Hawaii or something. Um, I mean, wish this nice... place, wish this place does have a lot of hikes and it's close to a lot of mountains to go ski. Okay. Uh, yeah. But just not right now. Obviously. Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. Indeed. <laughs> and so it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun having these scents that we created. Cause you also get to name them. And so she named hers first anniversary. So it'd be fun to like have, a scent tied to this memory and if we're if we like it enough we can always go back and either pour uh pour a new one for a new anniversary uh-huh. or, or, or try and get the uh the same scent again if you know what i mean yeah yeah that's cool yeah so i mean overall it was a it was a nice you know because carolyn is so pregnant we were like oh we should do something i was like in the beginning i was like you know if you want to i'm not I'll be okay if we don't do anything. Not that I don't want to do anything. I'm happy to plan stuff. But mm-hmm. it's also just like, you know what? Let's, uh, I, I sort of played it off of her, her comfort. And she was like, no, let's do something. It's like, all right, great. If you're, if you're willing and able and you feel like you have the energy to, then we, we can make it work. And so it was, I'm glad that, uh, you know, we didn't just like Netflix and chill on our first year anniversary, even though she was like, you know, basically eight and a half uh, months pregnant and stuff. Yeah. 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 We uh we continued our tradition of trying to buy or like find stationary stores and buy like r- unique cards for each other so that we're not just uh utilizing whatever Target has or CBS has to to really, you know, we we like writing cards for each other and it's um it's just one of those things that you know, we're we're we we find a lot of joy in I'll say. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, I like that. you know, I I also got to drive the, uh, the car, and I. It's, it's it's so interesting because it just demands so much more focus, than than normal, and I'm pretty uh, I'm a pretty focused driver. I'll say. Really. Oh yeah, like for me, it was like okay, so I have to. Take uh, take into account with the regenerative braking, like mm-hmm. especially when you're you're trying to go through the flow of traffic, 
Yeah. Uh, when people are stopping, if you're getting to like a little bit of a traffic jam. Okay. When yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you know, when you got to. When you release versus when exactly. you actually, actually apply exactly. the brake. Yeah. So and the other thing about all that is it being in the city, uh, people, especially when you're driving, not fast. I don't want to say I'm driving fast, but when you're trying to essentially balance, you know, getting to a place, but also, you know, people are running out between cars. It's like regenerative braking is nice. Uh, yeah. but I'm used to like slamming on the brakes. I, I didn't know that slamming on the brakes is not the, the safest thing. And so what there were two instances, I'll say, where there was a faster than normal slowdown of the car in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. And I went to take my foot off the pedal so that I could do uh reg- you know, sort of put my foot on the brake. But what was nice and it took my brain a little bit to really catch up on what was going on was, oh, I have taken my foot off the brake, but my car has already slowed more than it normally would have. Yeah, right. Right, because you're not coasting in neutral. Well, yes. You know what I mean? You, it's not, you're not coasting in neutral. It's just, you know what I'm trying to say. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the it's already slowing. Yeah, as soon as you release the, the gas, the car's slowing down. Right, and so you know, I was able to not only experience the slowdown that I was looking for, but then once I hit the brake, we were already going at a slower uh speed Mm -hmm. and so it Mm -hmm. didn't feel as jarring um but in my brain it still took a second to really register because i was like wait a second why is this slowing down am i hitting the brake do i need to do more and so Mm -hmm. that's just a little bit of like you know just getting used to it i'll say yeah so um yeah, I, I think I mentioned this last time that we talked to, uh, about this, but my car does have, it has the option. It has um, a, a, a mode which allows for just coasting, uh, and then there's another mode that has regenerative braking. braking. And uh, the coasting is effectively the same as, it's actually less, it's less like an automatic and maybe more like a manual. It feels more like you're in neutral than it does, like it doesn't necessarily feel like the, it's engine braking. It really does feel like it's coasting in neutral. So like if I'm driving manual and I and I push the clutch all the way in, or if I just pull it down to, you know, to, to neutral in the middle. Um, but the regenerative braking, I use it occasionally more for I don't really know why I do it. I did it today, actually, when I was driving. Um, but I, yeah. I don't. I'm I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like it. Now, uh, my brother Mustafa, he actually has the Model Y. They got theirs like three. Uh, no, I don't know. A few months ago, right? Let's just say like sometime. Uh, yeah. Mid to late to twenty third, twenty twenty three, and. Um, he said he loves one one pedal driving. Um, he said it only took him like a day to get used to, and uh, he really likes it. So like I get it, I do get the appeal of it, and like you said, it, there is that the instance um, where your reaction time is actually increased because as soon as you pull up from the gas, you immediately start slowing down. Like you're instant. You're not even just slowing down when you release your foot all the way off the gas. You're actually slowing down <laughs> before the your foot oh, completely yeah. pulls off the gas because there's still a point where you're um, where you're no longer accelerating. You're actually slowing down despite you you providing a little bit of pressure on the on the gas pedal. I keep calling it the gas pedal, but you know the accelerator. And um, but yeah, overall, it 
I get it. Yeah, you get used to it, but it does take some getting used to. When I drive, I usually like to have a fairly smooth drive for for my passengers. Um, it was far easier in a, in a manual car because, um, well, <laughs> somewhat easier in a manual car. The the starts and the starts um, could be a bit tough with. Um, with uh, the, the the gear changes and stuff, so it can sometimes be a little bit difficult to be, for things to be uh, to remain completely smooth. But nevertheless, um, when I when I drive, I usually like when I when I brake to brake with kind of a smooth braking curve. I don't really know how to properly describe it, but like no, no, I hear applies, you. I hear you. applies slow pressure and ease into it so that the the passengers don't have a fairly jarring um, lurch forward as the car as their bodies are moving forward and the car is trying to slow them down and so with the regenerative braking i do feel like it's hard to completely maintain that smoothness you can't just re- like as soon as and i and i did i drove a, a model or a model 3 um, a rental car once and uh, like just like a couple of hours not even yeah. a couple of hours like 1 hour maybe and um what I felt was that, like one, and that was my, that was my first time driving a Tesla, and I think it has a far more aggressive regenerative braking than my car even has. And at that point, I did have my car, but not for too long. And again, I don't make use of that mode very often. But what I found is that it was difficult, like like you said, in stop and go traffic when you're in a city, to properly regulate how you release from the gas and apply the brake. And so what I constantly found myself doing was pulling from the gas entirely which applies a fairly strong amount of braking force before you even put your foot on the brake so it was almost like every time i did pull from the gas it was a strong lurch forward as i try to simulate that in my chair not like you could feel that but maybe you heard it um and so yeah i didn't like that and i do feel like that would be a bit difficult to get used to and figuring out exactly how to do again especially in like a very reactionary manner and i guess in in the sense like if it had to be reactionary it's probably unlikely you're going to be able to give that smooth braking anyway but i don't know like there's still that possibility i do feel like it's probably a bit, it's probably a little bit harder um but i could be wrong um, at the end of the day, different styles, um, and I know like some people love it. Every time I, every time I see things about like a new EV being announced or whatever, uh, people talking about, oh, does it have one pedal driving? And no one, no one matches the feel of of uh, the t- of Tesla's one pedal driving. But I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of it. Um, I don't know. Again, I, I I also love driving manual. I think there's just a level of control that I like to have, and I like to be. I like to have that full on control of where of how the braking feels and so it's it it's nice in my car that i do have that full-on control because when i do apply the brake pedal um when so i i I should have mentioned in my car while it does have that coasting mode when you do apply the brake it still does regenerative braking it's only when you apply a certain amount of brake pressure brake pressure that the brake pads actually start to slow the wheels themselves so up until a certain point you're still regenerative braking it's just you're in full control of how much pressure is being how much is regenerating at any given time Um, another thing to quickly note and i think tesla has this down but i saw this interesting video where a guy was driving an ionic 5 and he was complaining he was saying how how dangerous dangerous it was because he didn't realize this for a few months after owning the vehicle that some car manufacturers don't apply the they don't display the brake light at a certain point when you're doing one pedal driving it's only when you release your foot entirely that the light actually comes on but like i said you could be applying say 10 percent 
uh, pressure to the to the accelerator, that would still have you slowing down fairly aggressively, and the the gas or the the brake light won't won't turn on in those instances. And so, so I was told um, by because uh, I asked this question when I was driving today. And yeah, I think Carolyn had had pulled up something that said. It's not only that as like a, a default of when it goes on, but I think there's mm-hmm. some like um, G force where like yeah. once you feel more than 0.1 G, yes, uh, then the bright lights come on. Yeah, so I can't remember if the guy mentioned in the video as the, the Tesla as a comparison, but my understanding is Tesla has that down completely, and it's other manufacturers that don't. So Hyundai is not good with it. Um, I guess, I think the Kia is probably the same, since they're pretty much the same car, the EV6 and the, and the Ionic 5, although I could be wrong, and I could be uh, um, giving bad information on, on, on Kia's car. The uh, My ID4, it... I don't know if it's as bad as the Hyundai, but I can definitely see like in, when I'm driving at night, I, did, I tested it because I was curious to see would it actually turn on the brake light. It might not be as bad, but it, I was definitely slowing down and I could see that the brake light wasn't coming on. So um, that's yeah. not great. Yeah, not not great. Um, but you wouldn't have to worry about it. It's, it's they just don't do a good job at it. like they need they should have thought about it. Um, apparently, like he was looking at the, like the DMV regulations and how it works exactly and. Um, like the 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 guidelines for how you actually the guidelines for how that that mandate what it should actually look like is uh, quite poor. <laughs> so that's that's the reason why there's just no real wow. regulation or right. guideline for it. They do have it down a bit better in, in the EU, but not really here in the US. So do they have it down better in the EU? Better, but it's not perfect. If, if I remember the video correctly. Ah. Uh. Well, that's great. That's comforting, right? Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I had to share. Um, I hope it warms up for you. I know it's it's actively snowing right now for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to the uh, the warmer weather. And by warmer weather, I just mean like 40. 40 is great. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Well, we, yeah. what, what are we asking for right now? Barely above freezing? <laughs> I'll just say that I... Yeah, I mean, anything above freezing, it, it's nice to get the snow off the ground. Um, I I don't like having just like ice everywhere, the grass, it's it's all over the roads too. It's it's especially going to be difficult when it, it's in that like, that, that melting freezing cycle where the temperature drops, or sorry, when the temperature rises a bit and the snow melts and then it's on the roads and then it freezes at nighttime and so then it's... Uh, It'll be, you know, there could be black ice out there. So that would be one of my concerns. Yeah. No, I think snow is great aesthetically, but never practically, frankly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Sounds good. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See everyone next week. (laughs) 